Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 14, titled Blame It on the Edit. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two intergalactic co-hosts. First, from the podcast Bravo Bravo, effing Bravo, please say... When she first came in, I didn't see much personality. To Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan Patrick Brown. How are you? Well, that that audio clip seemed kind of pointed, Joe. I don't know. You got to take it as you take it. I I can't decide how you take it. it. And from the Afterthought Media, the hit Afterthought Media podcast, The T, please say... You are so gay. To Jay... (laughs) uh, Speaking of pointed, Jay Elizabeth (laughs) Ellis. Hello, Jay. How are you? And that's coming from you. Yeah, oh yeah, and that's coming from me. I almost let that part in. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. Uh, Jay, what is? Uh, how are you? I'm good. I I'm gonna have a really hard time though on this criticism because I just this outfit doesn't. It's really constraining, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to get yeah. all my thoughts out. Yeah, so. yeah, that I get that. You know what? I uh, here's the deal. Look, there's one thing I can only say about that interpretation. I was like, is that, a, is that, did we see the birth of a new meme with that? I don't know. We'll have to find out today. Well, interpretation. I would love something to come out of the season. I'm jumping into it, but I would love for something to come out of the season that isn't referencing an older season because these queens are great at like talking about quotes from season one through 14. But oh my God, I don't think we've yeah. had a single moment that's been their own. I think Let Loose is about the only thing that's really come out of this season. Jay's jumping right into the wow. episode right now, right One right thing here. I liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you, Joe? I haven't talked to you in a little bit. Yeah, we haven't talked in a little while, but I'm going to tell you something. We're going to take a little break right here. Like the, the Here's the deal. Now we have so many fucking plugs. The Patreon people get one thing. YouTube gets another. The free feed gets another. It's a whole thing. So we'll be back uh in a minute patreon i talk about it every week but i really need you guys to hear me out if you like listening to me and the other hosts you've heard this season on drag race recap and would like to hear more then you're definitely going to want to join the afterthought media patreon page there is a whole afterthought universe that you're missing out on love Lori roggenkamp and jay ellis i'm on a show with them called the t which is the most popular show on Afterthought after this one, of course. Actually, if you're a big Lori fan, she's on a few Afterthought Patreon-only shows like Fat Camp, Slay, Hallmark Homos, and Genius Parade. And depending on the tier you join, you could have a new Afterthought show in your feed nearly every day of the week. So what are you waiting for? Support gay media and get more content over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. That's patreon.com slash 
Afterthought Media. All right, this week the girls sit down with Rue for a tick chat chit chat before starring in the music video for Blame It on the Edit. On the runway, the category is Drag Excellence. Sasha is named the winner of the challenge, while Anitra and, Mrs. and Mistress Isabel Brooks are placed in the bottom two. After a lip-sync battle for their lives, both, both are told Shantae you stay, while uh, sending four queens through to the finale. Uh, ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very special guest, the one, the only, the shirtless one. Jay Ellis, how are you, Jay? What are your two things you like? One thing you didn't. Uh, okay, so one the, one major thing I like is I'm a big Pam Anderson fan. So when Sasha Colby came out in that barbed wire outfit, it was a reference that I got immediately. I don't know if I, I'm assuming that's what she was going so for. So it really was a barbed wire reference. Michelle wasn't talking out of her ass. It, uh, <laughs> have you seen the movie Tamar? <laughs> the barbed wire. Mm-mm. It's no. I, I mean, Sasha Colby was definitely. I think. And like purposefully doing a take on that. And uh, it, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. And Pam Anderson can do no wrong in my eyes. So that was something I mm-hmm. loved. Um, the other thing I liked is everybody knows the way into this finale now where they know the buzzwords that RuPaul needs to hear during Tic Tac lunch. So it's just like the buzzwords of like, my inner saboteur. Uh, yeah. Uh, growing up was hard. I mean, it's just like, we've got it beat by beat. So, I mean, it's just almost entertaining mm-hmm. now to see if anybody's going to flip it on their head and just kind of be like, no, mm-hmm. I, it was a party getting to my, like through my life. I loved it. Everybody's like, well, you know, Rue, my inner saboteur. Did you get that? I got yeah. an inner saboteur. Um, dislike, I think this episode could go away and nothing would have changed in my eyes, except for, I think that we did get a little bit of character building for Sasha. But other than that, it was kind of a wash. There was really no new beats added to the queens. We'll probably talk about this later, but wouldn't you say that this episode, the the penultimate episode, is that's always the case? Yeah. This this episode we've had. Is there any episode in any season ever in the history of the show where the the season before the finale, minus the reunion, is good? Oh, you know what? Season five. I was going to say season eight, I think, was the last time that we actually cut Chi-Chi Devane. And we had a top three. And I was kind of thinking, oh, like, yeah. what a what a fun return to a form if we did go to a top three. Because it really would have raised the, the stakes in my eyes. I, I don't know. I would have loved it, it to go to three. I wonder if this speaks to a return to the uh, lip sync for your the crown. Maybe. You know? Because, look, you have two incredibly great lip syncers and two decent lip syncers. Yeah, so, I mean, it would be a great lip sync for the crown if they did do it. Let's go. To, was there anything you didn't like, Jay? Oh, I, I just the overall episode. I feel like we could have. It, it, oh, okay. it was just a you know a whatever episode, but it's. I'm, I'm happy to just talk about the show anyway. Oh, great, Nathan Patrick Brown. I thought this episode was so fucking boring. I thought it was yeah. about forty minutes too long. So I'm grasping at mm. straws for the two things I liked. So yeah. I'll say I like that Cicely Tyson got a school named after her. Good for her. Okay. Sure. I liked that Sasha wasn't dead named on the main stage. That that was like a sigh of relief when that happened. Okay. And the one thing I didn't like was this pointless top three mumbo jumbo. Like the non-elimination, like no one, I think, really bought into the fact that someone was going to be eliminated. And they mentioned it 67 times that it was going to be a top three. And I was like, it's not. So I, I was actually quite frustrated with this episode, but I like the show. So I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we're all on the same page. Joe, were there yeah. two things that you liked and one thing you didn't? 
Yeah, you know, I actually think for the first time in a long time, this is the strongest Final Four going into the finale. Agree. Very strong. Well, look, I think this show pretty much laid its card on the table, and it's really between two people. But still, the other two people are not filler queens and by any sense mm-hmm. of the imagination. The next was, the, you know, I feel that, and you know, this makes for boring television, but there was a real genuine shift in energy with Lucy gone. And what I mean is, uh, yeah, it's more boring television, but can you imagine if Lucy would have been there in the Tic Tac lunch and in the music video, like what the, that different energy that would have been there, it would have been sort of like tense and try hard and like, you know, the other girls need to understand I'm going to win this challenge. You're like, okay, we're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it would have been better television. It wouldn't have been loose. No, it would not have been loose at all. Tight. Yeah. What, what's funny is Lucy leaving, let them get loose. Ironically. But it would have been better TV. You're right. She got her wish. And the one thing I didn't was we just talked about it. This is the very nature of this episode. Is not, I mean, there's my, my, my note. I think these are the shortest notes I've had the whole season. I started taking notes and I'm like, there's really no major beats that I, I, I think I got it. Like, I just kind of stopped and I was like, I'll just watch it twice and kind of lock it in. Yeah. I was like literally doing other things. Honestly, most of the show I was listening for the clip zeros because I just knew, you know, I watch it once for fun. And then watch it second time for notes. Mm-hmm. And I had most of my notes. And by the time we got to the looks, I was like, there's not going to be anything. So I was just listening. I manscaped during like the, what would you say to your child? Because I was like, I, I've got, I've got to multitask this. Girl, speaking of child, I got to take care of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> hmm. Nathan, what would you say to your penis? <laughs> <laughs> there's some tough times ahead, but you're going to get there, baby. <laughs> So I actually have a little bit of a little bit of a bit. I have a bit of a bit to do right now. We do this is traditionally what we do on this show is, you know, uh, every season on the Meet the Queens episode, uh, Nathan and I, well, it used to be Taylor, but now Taylor left. He went to that. He went on. He's on a big farm. He's having a lot of fun. Very he's running happy, around and playing, yeah, playing, yeah, playing with other former co-hosts, you know, of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Donna Sugar, Daniel Brewer, Donna Sugars, Daniel Brewer. The wig is in fact thirsty. And, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Donna's wigs are getting all the water they want. Evans there, uh, Jorge's there, Jamila. Uh, it's a big farm. Yeah, it's a really big fucking farm. Yeah. And they're all there running around having fun. Uh, But now we have Nathan and uh, we made some predictions. And Nathan, I've taken those predictions. You know what? We talk too fucking much. Like I had like the original flip like seven minutes of the predictions. It's down to like only a couple. So and that includes an AI telling you what happened. So we'll stop every few seconds and and talk but jay you can weigh in but here it is here were the predictions for the elimination order for season 15 on rupaul's drag race season 15 the first four eliminated queens were as follows irene dubois princess poppy sugar and amethyst okay so irene dubois princess poppy sugar and amethyst let's see how we did now there are 16 contestants and so we divide it up into four quadrants. So why don't yeah. you give us the first four queens to go out? Okay, so first out, I'm thinking Sugar. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jax, Amethyst, and Anitra. Uh, mine are Irene Dubois. What? Robin, Robin Irene Pierce. Dubois out first. 
Robin Fierce, <laughs> Isabel Brooks, is that her name? Mistress. Anyway, uh... So what was your fourth one? I missed it. Sugar. The next four queens... Okay, so let's stop where? That aged like milk. I think you each got two right. We each got two right. Okay, we each got two right. Okay, so the next... So the AI... Thank you, Nathan. The next four queens... ...eliminated were Robin Fierce, Aura, Mayari Jax, and Spice. Okay, so Robin Fierce... Aura, Mayari Jax. <laughs> Aura, Mayari... <laughs> Jax... Spice. All right, here we go. I thought Spice went much later. All right, here we go. Your next four, Nathan Brown. Then we got Lux, Mistress Isabel Brooks, Robin Fierce, and Marsha, okay. Marsha, F, and Marsha. All right, oh, interesting. I have Anitra. Oh, yeah, Aura Mayari, Jax, and Malaysia Fox. Okay. I, I actually kept track. So on mine, I have um, Robin Fierce, Aura... Mm. Jax and Spice. I think right. I got it. Wow, in that exact order, Jay? Yeah, that, I'm l- checking it. Yep. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. If, well, I mean, yeah, we'll see if it keeps going like that. Well, uh, can you tell me who the next four are then? Because you have a list right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us. Um, yeah. It goes uh, Malaysia. Mm-hmm. S- Seems I, like you're I'm, thinking, not reading. I, I'm trying to read yeah, my you, writing. It's very hard. Oh, you can't read your writing? Uh, right yeah. Marsha, yeah. Marsha, Marsha, and then Selena as titties. Yeah, oh. but you're missing because there's four. There's four more. I mean, well, there's one more. There's one more. There's four total. It's really hard to read this name. Maybe something will mm-hmm. jog my memory. Okay. It's, here we go. Yeah. Let's see here. Four queens eliminated were Malaysia Baby Doll Fox, oh. Marsha, 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 Selena S. Titties, and Lucy LaDuca. Oh. A famously Lucy. hard name to read. Th- that's, yeah. Th- it, oh, yeah. I was reading it wrong. Yeah. So Lucy Lucy, And was, it was only last week, too, which is really weird that you've already forgotten. <laughs> and she's such a memorable queen. I, I, yeah. I forgot yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Okay. Let's see how we did. All right. Your next is now, <laughs> now this is the, the second half now, the top half. Who are the next yeah. one to go out? Irene Dubois, <laughs> Lucy Laduca, oh. Mayari, and Princess Poppy. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. I have Marsha, 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 Ding, Princess mm-hmm. Poppy, mm. Selena mm-hmm. Estides, yeah. and Amethyst. The oh, final four queens are Sasha Colby, Mistress Isabel Brooks, Lux Noir London, and Anitra. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so now we have our top four. These are the top four queens. Who do you Let's see how we did, Nathan. We have. I have Spice, Malaysia Baby Doll, Sasha Colby, and Selena Estides. Really? I have Sasha Colby. Mm-hmm. Right. Spice. Okay. Lux and Lucy. Oh, wow. I was hey. almost there. I could have almost had three out of the four. So I, I tallied the points. I had eight and Nathan had five because I had two in every single one. And what's funny with mine is I was off by one on a couple of them. Like, in other words, Lucy, if I would have put her in the next one, or I think Malaysia, if I would have moved her around by one, she would have been there. Nathan, what did you think of our predictions there? Oh, well, I thought Sasha was the only freebie. Yeah, she was. Jay, where you, how did you do, Jay? I got 16 out of 16. Wow. You got 16 out of 16? Isn't that crazy? You know, <laughs> I know. And that's what's funny. It's what's so weird, Jay, because I'm always like... Do you want to give a prediction and you're always like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good at this. Yeah. But it seems like you really nailed it. Well, and I try to be humble about it, but it is a, a very specific skill of who's going to go home on Drag Race. 
Yeah. Well, I have a question. Why did you guys both yeah. put uh, Poppy Prin- Poppy Princess Princess Poppy so high up on the elimination? <sighs> you know, I, I'm thinking about it right now. I would think I gave her sort of the Marsha run. Okay, I could see that. You know, yeah, they they were very similar, kind of in the in their presence. Not maybe that their energy, but uh, they gave her both cute white twink and just became Marsha. Marsha. Marsha was the more chosen white twink. What about you, Nathan? What was your what was your thought process? Do you remember her, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> I think this was probably filmed after the first couple of eliminations. So she probably knew she was going home and she gave extra energy to the Meet the Queens, mm. which stood out. Oh, because okay, then I, I also thought Irene would be like really good. So I think maybe they stepped their pussies up for their Meet the Queens. Uh-huh. And it bamboozled me. For Joe to call Irene the first out was impressive. Yeah, I wonder why I have to listen to the episode, which I'll never do. But like, I there was something about her clearly. I was like, that bitch is going. I also think that was a that's. I mean, to go back eighteen weeks ago, whenever it started, I I think Irene should have lasted. This was twenty twenty two. Yeah. What did you say, Jay? I I think Irene was a bad first out. I kind of wish that she stayed for maybe at least a few more. Just to, I think she would have been a little bit more fun. Well, look, here's the deal. Mm. I think I remember. I think my logic was she was too quirky, and we just had Willow Pill. And so that we, we that we were going to do two weird ass fucking queens in a row. Yeah. Uh, going with what you said though, I was talking to a friend, and we were, I was talking about how I would say since season seven we haven't had this strong of a cast. This is a very strong cast, and I was even saying the producers of All Stars must be thanking their lucky stars because they were they were starting to like scrape the bottom of the barrel and now they have yeah. I would say at least half are good enough for all stars. If you think about it, let's assume Sasha wins. She will. Lux, Mistress, and uh Anitra great for all stars. Then you got Lucy would be fantastic. Selena would be fantastic. Uh Marsha 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 would be fantastic. Even some of the bottom people I think Irene Dubois would be a good candidate for a you know, a, re- uh, a redemption. Mm-hmm. Will we ever see Robin Fierce again? Let's take no, bets. no, no, no. Jay, no, no, you're no, good no, at predictions. No. Who's that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I on I. The sad part is, is like you guys were saying that name, and I'm looking at my notes, of course, and I'm like, I don't remember a single thing about like three like Amethyst. I don't really. Rem- I know she did the Tan Mom, but I can't remember mm-hmm. anything. You yeah. know, it's just like some of these people fall out of my brain so quickly yeah there are a lot of people you were like oh that right well even like spice and sugar and spice didn't but like well sugar i have no idea what her personality is like i'm sure it's the same as spices but like if you would have told me i said didn't spice leave a couple weeks ago i wouldn't have thought that long ago uh yeah it just all kind of blurs together right well let's move on here after lucy's elimination lux offers lucy some backhanded applause for how she played the game and later the queens congratulate anitra on her third win the next day rupaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge the queens will star in a music video for rupaul's song blame it on the edit each queen will write their own verse learn choreo for the video and join rue and michelle for a tic-tac chit-chat in the workroom, the queens listen to the song and get to work on their verses. Mistress feels confident in her ability to throw shade, while Lux finishes her verse early and decides to take a nap. Let's start with our good, uh, the blunder from down under, Mr. Nathan Patrick Brown. Nathan, <laughs> what were your thoughts on everything that happened all through the workroom? Because not much happened, so. Not much happened, you're right there. My favorite thing about this segment was 
with Lux, she's prepared all of these outfits. She says, I prepared all my runway. I prepared all my day clothes. And then she goes and puts that big pink fluffy robe on top, which I just thought was so funny. (laughs) And that's really all I thought. And good for her for taking a nap. Yeah, she's tired. Take a nap. Jay, what about you? Yeah, I, um, the workroom stuff. I mean, I, I think Lux had a really good moment too. She goes, you guys haven't heard the groundbreaking song, Blame It on the Edit? Like, I thought it was kind of <laughs> a really funny line. Uh, but don't you, th- I mean, knowing that you potentially are going to be in the top four when it starts getting down to like the top six, when you kind of start running your gears of like coming up with, if you're not a wordsmith or like somebody who writes lyrics all the time, just kind of start thinking of rhymes and stuff that might fit into any of RuPaul's songs. Mm-hmm. I, it, we're at that point now where we're almost guaranteed a music video at this point or a feature on a song. Why well, I actually just do that in my spare time. You know? I mean, the, and to be fair, a lot of these, I, I watch too much Love Island now. For, I, I feel like I start so many sentences now, to be fair. Um, they all kind of do this. I mean, I could do one right now. Come on, Mama Roo, give me the crown. I'm the next in line. I can dance. I can sing. I can do everything. Like, it's all the same. Like, they're doing a resume, essentially, of what they did on this show. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of yeah. that thing. So, could, I think that if you could just tone it down and get it into a song. Could, when Nathan, could you do one right now if you had to do one? Sure. Oh, do you want me to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Listen up, folks. It's me. It's the bitch. I'm that queen. You're going to blame it on me because I'm the edit. I don't know. Because I'm the edit? <laughs> the I'm titular the edit. edit. You're the edit? I'm the edit. Yeah. Actually, I like that oh. angle. You, you can't... You Go ahead and blame you. me, bitch. I'm your edit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's it's fun. actually... It's got layers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, interesting. Let's run that through hmm. auto-tune and we'll have a hit. Yeah. Do you think it needs auto-tune? <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely. It was, <laughs> it was great. Joe, your turn. Oh, yeah, Joe, let's hit us with the lyric. Oh, okay. One lyric. You know, I have the luxury that I can just play some music. What is, I don't even know what this is. Oh. This used to be the outro music, so I want to go like, thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. <laughs> uh, all them bitches, they think they're thin. Well, it's about time that a big girl wins. Oh. Look at these titties, all bubbly and fat. That's the time for a big girl to show where it's at. I know you. Mama Roo. <laughs> blame it on the edit. Well, <laughs> I think it's a bit my, unfair yeah. to read out Mistress's lyrics. I blame, I blame Nathan because he's the edit. <laughs> we love a callback. Yeah. My favorite thing that queens can do on the songs is when they lead into like Shea Kool-Aid did, where she goes, and I always, and it goes, bring it to the runway. Like the goes into yeah. the chorus. Are you going for number two? Nathan's being a smartass. <laughs> he lives in Australia. Is he coming back next year? <laughs> Maybe. That is, if a dingo don't eat his baby. <gasps> Thank you. Don't joke, about don't joke about that. Deuces, Lindy Chamberlain. <laughs> don't bring Lindy into this. Yeah. 
That's gonna be my drag name, Bindi Chamberlain, because we're Bindi Irwin. Do you guys care about Bindi down there? Yeah. Do you guys care about Bindi the no. Jungle Girl? Is she a Jungle no. Girl? Wasn't that a show she had, Bindi the Jungle Girl? I don't know if jungle is the word. I'm telling you, someone look it up. Bindi the Jungle Girl was real. I feel maybe it was the American show. I like Robert. Have you seen Robert? He seems, Irwin? yeah, he seems to be becoming quite the young, hot man. Little twunky. Right, let's look. Twunky but funky. Yeah. But anyway, th- uh, there was an American show here with Bindi called Bindi the Jungle Girl. Really? Yeah. Producer uh, Deck just nodded and confirmed. Okay. I believe it. Then. I, don't, I don't know. If, maybe it was an American show, Nathan. Maybe. It was, what did you say, Deck? Uh, it was in 2007 before, two th- <laughs> between 2007 and 2010. <laughs> How old do you think I am, Deck? <laughs> don't start him on this path again. We saw what happened last time I was here. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> It's time when deck gets Lucy. Wait, no, wait. Hold on. Deck has a beautiful Scottish bussy, and he thinks that Nathan <laughs> looks just like Lucy. He, no? I'm getting a shake. No. I just didn't think bussy and Lucy would ever be rhymed together, and yet here we are. <laughs> it's a slant rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, we, we were trying there. Look, I'm trying to do what I can to make this show at least a, a, do, a doable length. Very commendable. Um, by the way, uh, producer Deck just said something in my ear. N- Jay, why don't you say what he just told us in our ear? So uh, Deck was saying that in season eight, we had a clear top three where they made the cut. But in season 12, where we had the sherry pie of it all, the redacted, redacted, mm-hmm. we by default had a top three. But I, I don't know if that's the same. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something now. I'm going to tell you something. My father fucked my name. My name <laughs> <is hoping. laughs> anyway, no, but I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't, because Lux knows her fucking shit, right? So I'm going to say she knew, mm-hmm. she said it, and they corrected her and said, you can't say that. You got season eight. I think she said it. There's a difference it, to me where it was an intentional, they cut Chi-Chi Devane, and then there was the sherry pie where they did not cut her it was just a by default they did not choose to keep her run in the running it was going to be a top four there was no cutting at the finals episode i wish you know i wish we could see you know people want to see a director's cut of this season which i wouldn't mind seeing but uh it was actually a good season but uh i would love to see a director's cut with sherry pie and everything from season 12 it would be interesting how they read how they how they cut it up after because that's a lot of work yeah, to do after yeah. packaging a whole season together yeah i'm sure there were storylines and everything yeah. uh you know i never got to talk uh after the elimination uh i had some things to say you know it, there's been a lot of chatter on reddit about what a fucking pain in the ass and annoying loot lux is and it's mostly because the the racist twinks on reddit are just so enraged that lucy is gone but i will i will say I wanted to slap the shit out of her in this opening because she was really annoying. I mean, you can really? be fucking gracious. And she was being really obnoxious. She didn't have to be cunty about Lucy's elimination, no matter how you felt about her. I, I, I'll say this. Lucy was annoying. Lucy was really annoying. But I don't think she played the game unfairly or any more shady than any of the other contestants. I'll say that. And uh, But she's just annoying. Can I chime in on that when you're done? No, no. Yeah, go ahead. 
Uh, what I appreciated about Lux when the, she was cleaning the mirror is that she, because Lucy admitted on Untucked that she played a dirty game with how she pa- paired up the teachers, right? She admitted it, but on the main show, she did not allude to that at all. So if you only watch the main show and not Untucked, you think little Lucy Lyon is this angel sweetheart. So I'm glad that the narrative was corrected in this moment for the main show. And when you play a dirty game, you get dirty results. Well, you're getting half the story. Well, well, look at this. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're only getting half the story. Yeah. yeah. Look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I did not find this out until we covered season three. I almost want to go back and do season three, but not really. Literally only do the Untucked. I feel the season three Untucked is an entirely different show. It is not the same show. And to get, because usually on Untucked, we just sort of pay it like, lip service at the end of an episode i think you could do an entire season there's an entire different storyline story arc i think there's different editors because i think when i watched a season three initially i only watched uh the the main episode i don't think i watched untucked and so for a long time i knew heathers and boogers was a thing but that's more of an untucked thing and same thing with um who the fuck is heather i was like what because that's more of an untucked thing and Speak, going to what Nathan was speaking about, the characterizations of these people are completely different on Untucked than they are in the episode. So, like, for instance, Alexis Mateo is much cuntier and shadier on Untucked than she is on season three. Season three, she's just a sweet Puerto Rican girl who believes that only in America can a woman like her have a freaking <laughs> chorizo. <laughs> Um, all right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Yeah. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you, I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that a podcast, which is a, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever's coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters? to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy and it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full-time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.
we are back. And we are now talking about the um, Tic Tac Chit Chats. Rue and Michelle welcome each queen to the main stage for Tic Tac Chit Chat. Sasha shares some tragic family history and her desire to be loved by those around her. Anitra reveals she grew up Mormon. And Michelle names Anitra's lip sync versus Marsha her favorite of all time mistress gives some insight in her directness and on the pressure she felt to make her drag family proud and finally lux reveals she tries to make every moment a fashion statement and gags rue when lux reveals that she went to sicily tyson high school let's start with jay ellis any big thoughts here on the tic tac chats um so i think that to really solidify sasha's win because that's who i think is going to take the crown this season she got every beat of her story out. She has, I think, is in the running for Miss Congeniality as well. I think that not only has she earned the crown, but she doesn't have anything else for them to bring her back for All-Stars for. Like, she gave everything out in this Tic Tac lunch. Like, this is her season, essentially, to to take home. Um, but the thing that shocked me was that her dad hung himself at the age of 80. Like, mm-hmm. that was shocking. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, I mean, this is a pretty standard, um, like, last ditch, like, get your trauma out. Tell me, you know, Taylor always mentions, like, Rue getting hard just for the stories of, like, sob stories. So. I I know. And I hate when he says that. And I was just like, oh, I even thought, thank God Taylor's not going to be here tomorrow to say how ta- how rue gets hard whenever they say these stories and then jay comes on i'm, here, I'm here to rue say it yeah. <laughs> nice one jay yeah. yeah i know what taylor would want me to say he he dm'd me to say that specifically uh mm-hmm. but other than that i mean i think we kind of understood where most of these queens are coming from especially with the extended episodes we've gotten a lot of their story the tiktok lunch to me is um a fun little last bit, but I wish it was more of like a kiki, like a party instead of like the the trauma porn that were served. Like they get to talk about their moments in the competition. I, like that'd be a more lighter mood. Nathan? I thought it was super fucking boring. And the whole time while they were just blabbing on about their own little personal traumas, I was just looking at the production design and I was like, why is that little table of Tic Tacs on the floor so far away from them? It's not (laughs) even within reach if anyone did want to partake in a Tic Tac. And why are they in chairs that are so high up they have to rest their feet on like squatty potties? Like get smaller chairs. (laughs) What what, who designed this, this scene, this production design? It was crazy. I'll never forget Raja walking up and being like, what is this, a Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> like, I still think that <laughs> that's, that's one of the best things. But I, I think, okay, so sorry, I'm going to say one more thing. When uh, Michelle talked about Anitra, like her favorite moment of Anitra was that Marsha, Marsha, Marsha lip sync. That's fun. Like, I want to hear more about what Anitra was thinking during that moment. Like, I would love to hear the highlights. Like, Rue's like, to Mistress, oh my gosh, when we saw you do blank, it was, fan- like, that was when you started peaking for me like i would like to hear those moments of like kind of what's kept them around for this long sasha colby so there were a couple of odd moments i noticed one um nathan and our producer during the break was telling uh me that there was another adr moment with sasha nathan what happened with sasha in that interview that there was what was the adr moment there michelle asked sasha about if she had any challenges at all in this competition which i don't think she did and she mentioned how she did win two challenges in a row right up front and then it cuts away from Sasha and she says something like, Oh, I thought the girls would hate me. And then it cuts back to Sasha talking in her normal voice. It just sounded spliced oh. in. Maybe she just stumbled 
in the actual filming and they got her to re-record it. I don't know. But. Or she mumbled or who knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not out of character for the producers of Drag Race to kind of Frankenstein a line together. Yeah. So this Tic Tac Lunge, I will say Sasha's Tic Tac Lunge was almost like a. it was the textbook Tic Tac Lunge if you want to win the crown. And I don't know if that's, if that's all Sasha's skill. I mean, she just delivered, like Jay said, she gave everything she did. But I think she was helped. It was because RuPaul and Michelle behave. The energy from them was very different, not only for this episode, but for any Tic Tac Lunge I've ever heard, in that they spoke to Sasha like a peer. They didn't mm. speak to her like they did. They spoke to the other girls. They spoke to her with respect and with uh, for her accomplishments and maybe not like the level of RuPaul, but like the way you would speak to someone who's a peer, you know? And that I think that bodes very, very well, I think, for Sasha. And then and then in return, what's funny is, too, and it's vice versa, Sasha spoke to them like peers and not like, oh, my God, RuPaul is the reason I do drag. Because RuPaul isn't the reason she does drag. And so there was this mutual respect. And then also, Sasha organically, like Jay said, put everything on the table. She, she mentioned her her mom, her dad, her, her history in a way that didn't seem crammed in. And, you know, I think it was, it was the winning lunch, um, for Anitra. There was an ADR moment there with Anitra where RuPaul says, Oh yeah, you were in that lip sync against Marsha. And I, and I was like, that's weird. And I was like, because a hundred percent RuPaul was like against, um, uh, what was her name? What the one with three name? names. Yeah, she, and she, she didn't wear the Brady Bunch one. Yeah, <laughs> Marzipan, Marzipan, Marzipan. Jan, Jan, Jan. Marcel, Marcel, Marcel. Yeah, Delta work. You know, like, <laughs> and so love Connie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember when you were lip syncing? Remember when you were lip syncing against uh, uh, Rita Coolidge? <laughs> Rita, I don't even know who that is. Is that the teacher from last week, Rita Gulich? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. One of my favorite memes about drag or about RuPaul is that she'll remember like in oh man, you know why I say your name Ivy Winters like that? And she's like, no, why? And then she's like, in 1987, Latoya Jackson, and then like two weeks later, she's like, I uh uh asking Jinx Monsoon, what's your name again? The winner twice. <laughs> the only person to ever win the show twice. Yeah, that, like, that happened at Drag Can last year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Remember, she was a Drag Can, and like, and what's funny is Jinx had just done the yeah. winter season, and she's staying next to your Paul, and she's like, um, this one. She does not know her name, but she'll remember something that happened at Peanuts in West Hollywood in 1982. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um. The, okay. So, uh, Mistress. Peanuts. What was this outfit she was wearing? I'm on. Well, she's in her Footlocker era. Like the outfit she was wearing. Yeah, size twelve, please. Yeah. I was like, what is she wearing? But the, the, the and the same is true with her and with Lux. The way they were talking to her, it was like with like Sasha. They were like, oh my god, yes, you you've done everything. And, oh, you know this queen and that queen. And with Anitra, they were like that lip sync, the best lip sync we've ever seen. And then with Mistress, like, oh, you were here. There was very much that energy. So well, like, I loved like- that Mistress took the opportunity to just bitch about um, Lucy the whole time. And, like, she's not your competition anymore. 
But RuPaul, like, not disagree. She's like, oh, yeah. So she's kind of an undercover <laughs> cunt. And you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, I do love undercover cunt. Chiming in. Yeah. yeah. What's the name of my new uh, radio show, Detective? Detective radio show. I love that. And the way Ru and Michelle laughed when Mistress said the error joke, they were like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, you wouldn't be laughing like that if you'd heard it six times an episode like we have. I have yeah. merchandise for Mistress. Like, I don't know if she she needs to make a shirt that is like, you know, those timelines where it's like this, the prehistoric era, the blah, <laughs> and it shows like evolution. If she was smart, she would have like all of her different eras on a t-shirt like timeline. I think it would mm-hmm. kill. And totally. Lux would do the same thing with the different gates. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the gates. Mm. I mean, I, I'm like, was, was there like iconic fights on this season? I don't really no. remember anything. But in their head, no, they were. In yeah. their head, they were. Um, they, but you're right. The Lux, uh, with the Lux one, I think Rue wants to reward Lux. Just, it's almost like uh, I, you remind me of me, so I want to reward you for that. And I think that there's a lot of that. But with Mistress, it was a lot of the energy of like, well, it looked like you had fun up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. Miguel Zarate is back to choreograph to blame it on the edit music video. With only a few minutes of rehearsal, the girls arrive on set in full drag to learn the choreo and record their dance number. Mistress struggles to nail the steps, and Anitra gives deer in headlights. Meanwhile, Lux and Sasha learn the dance with little issue. Let's start with you, Nathan. You're an accomplished dancer. What would you? What were your thoughts here on all this? Uh, okay. Again, boring. I, I think we should talk about Mistress complaining about the choreography and that because she's wearing a restrictive costume. And it's like, you, you, you picked the costume to wear that for a dance challenge. And also it's a bodysuit. It didn't look that restrictive. You just had shoulder pads. So like, what's, what's her attitude? She gets this piss poor attitude when she's learning dance moves. And it's like, just focus for a second. Cause she's bad at it and she doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. There it is. But she comes up with an excuse instead of saying, I'm not good with choreo. But Nathan, how are you not seeing this other thing? Like, and then Donald Trump got indicted and he goes out and he starts yelling and screaming on, on True Social. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, you got indicted. Stop yelling. And like, yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you, it, you're you bringing it back to like the wig lose thing too, where, I mean, she was slow on picking up that choreo as well. And you guys talked about that episode. I wasn't here, but I think they the show protected her in that instance because they cut away from her often in the big group numbers. So I think oh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. People yeah. talk to me about that. So they, uh, yeah, I think we chatted about that, but um, yeah, she just doesn't want to have a fault. She doesn't want her, her yeah. weak point. Jay to be and shown. I have a clubhouse show where we just, do, we read, I talk about drag race yet again, but I go to clubhouse and I do it. Yeah. And Jay comes and joins me. There's and we have one listener. Yeah. <laughs> it's Paul. <laughs> yeah. It's Paul, Jay's boyfriend, but he won't ever talk. Um, Sasha did look really sexy when they called her out as looking sexy. I was like, well, yeah. And I also really loved Lux's hair. She had those two little strands down Mm -hmm. the front that sort of looked like alien antennae or something. So that was cool. Not sure why Michelle was directing. How do we feel about Michelle just earning her check this episode? (sighs) Esteemed songstress and music video vixen. I mean, it makes more sense here than when she's directing like a sitcom or something. She's giving acting and comedy advice, so I'll give her that. I don't know. Uh, All right, it's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the last runway of the season. The queens reveal their first impressions of each other and recount iconic moments and reflect on the season of the gates. Let's start with you. uh, uh, Who do I start? Jay. Let's start with you, Jay. Yeah, they uh, talked about first impressions, which, I mean... 
I, I barely remember the first episode. So I, well, I guess for them, it's shortened into like two and a half weeks, essentially, right? <laughs> or three weeks they've been filming. So they can remember that mm-hmm. a little easier. Um, yeah, I, they're not much here for me, I don't think. Like it, and I don't remember the gates. Like they talked about the 40 inch hair. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Past that, I Baby don't. Baby bump. Oh, about Lucy not being pregnant. I agree with Lux on that one. Metal gate. What is that? Oh, metal. That was, yeah, oh, the heavy, heavy metal, metal over the country. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't a big enough issue for me to really remember it, I guess. Mm-hmm. There was Watergate. Remember when the Queens got busted trying to break into the Democratic headquarters? <laughs> oh, I thought that was Irene Dubois' uh, talent show was Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Yeah, I don't By know. By the I, way, someone told me, someone told me that on the sibling watchery or something like that, that they were like... Rivalry? I don't know. Which is the one where they talk? I know there's watchery and there's rivalry. Oh. I don't know the difference. Oh, yes. I don't know. I don't they change it to here. watchery when it's about the podcast. I mean, about the show. So, anyway, they were talking about this water thing, and they're like, you, you can't make that funny. They're like, let's call this Mateo Lane. And see, and he goes on, and he's like, I think I could make it funny in a minute. I'm like, this Mateo hmm. Lane, he can't fucking make the Instagram reels that I see on my Instagram. He can't make those funny. He, he, first of all, he, I've never heard him tell a fucking joke, this Mateo Lane. <laughs> the only reason people think this queen is funny is because he wears a crop top and little cut-off shorts. Who is he, Jay Ellis? Yeah, I feel These very two tight. queens, Jay and Mateo Lane, they just go on there, they show skin, and then they think they're funny. But let me tell you, at least Jay is funny with his in-sync and the Justin and the spaghetti hair. But I'm going to tell you with this Mateo Lane. <laughs> spaghetti every- isn't that he puts on spaghetti hair Top or a mop ramen. or something? Yeah, it's a carb. Top yeah. ramen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then this Mateo Lane, every, every, now maybe this is Instagram reels I'm not seeing, right? Every Instagram, he doesn't tell a joke. It's like, he's like, he's like holding the microphone and he's like, anyway, so what else? And if someone will shout something like, uh, I'm married. Oh, you're married? Yeah. <laughs> hmm, how's that going for you? I want to get a divorce. <gasps> Well, here's you need to get an attorney. I am an attorney. Ah! Ah! And then it's like a minute real, and that's what Mateo Lane stuff is. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Where are it's you seeing? Like Ma- where are you seeing his real? Uh, come, for some reason, oh. I get this fucking Timothy Chalamet <laughs> and Mateo Lane. For some reason, I don't like this. I don't like this Timothy Chalamet. He doesn't do How it. How many reels is he posting? <laughs> Yeah, and I, also, people, it's oh, you know what else I get too is a twink and nothing but chonies and socks, and then all of a sudden pants appear on him and shirts appear on him oh, and shoes. Yeah. You and act all, like is this that? is a shock to the system, but Joe, I mean, these are things that are common interest for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for a second. Uh, how dare you? I don't you, know sir. why how a d- naked twink <laughs> would show up on my feed. <laughs> If that was on mine, I'd be concerned. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you this. I'm fine with that. It's just Mateo Lane, you know. There's Mateo Lane. I, wait, let me see myself on the camera so I can make sure I get this right. There's Mateo Lane. This is literally every fucking video. And it, it's like... <laughs> like <laughs> that is spot on, yeah. It's like, anyway, what's going on? Has anyone got anything going on here today? And there's like... Uh, I I had saltine crackers today. You had saltine crackers. That's what's going on in your life. Is you had saltine crackers. <laughs> had anybody ever had anyone here ever had saltine cracker? They're pretty. They're not salty. They're not salty. 
and you're like, this is the joke? This I mean, is Nathan's, what everybody's Nathan's loving the Mateo Lane uh, yeah, impersonation. So he's spot on, you know, Jay. Have you the seen way- the videos? Uh, I've, I I don't know if I I know who he is. I don't know if I've seen the stand-up stuff as much, but I guess this I is like it. a transcript. It's so spot on. <laughs> okay. Jay, I'm not Jay. I'm not even being funny. I and I'm, to, in fairness to Mateo Lane, maybe he does have actual bits that he's written out. He does, and you know, with a setup and a punchline and everything, right? And act outs. Maybe he has that. But the stuff they're putting on Instagram is just shitty crowd work. It's all I it is. A- and, then, and then people are like, ah. I have a theory. Is he maybe saving so that when people go to his show, they're not hearing the jokes that they've already seen on Instagram? Like, maybe. Think so. Because maybe. at some point, you got to protect, like, if you have an hour, you don't want to be using it in Instagram. But here's the deal. I'll say this once and I'll say it again. There's this, who's the lesbian comic? The one that has the weird Lauren, hair and she's white Roggen and Camp. <laughs> Lauren Roggenkamp and this, uh, what is her fucking name? Lauren remembers her name for me. I don't know this girl. She has like a Latina last name, but she's white. Oh, here, I found her. I found her. This Cameron Esposito, right? Oh, uh-huh. Everyone's talking about this Cameron Esposito. She's never made me laugh. I've never heard of th- I've never even heard. You know what? At least even Mateo Lane, I've heard attempts at jokes or crowd work. The, the, the Cameron Esposito, she might as well be on CNN talking about politics. I've never, I've never <laughs> even heard her tell a joke. I've never heard her even try to be funny. And I think everyone likes her because she's a skinny white girl with a, a lesbian with weird hair. I don't like her. I don't like this Cameron Esposito. I'm sure she's nice. I don't know anything about her. But it seems like she's. Well, you'll never like meet her with this. <laughs> don't you yeah, not this with class. this and this Mateo Lane. I don't need. He, he said, I could make the ice water funny. Dude, let me see you try. Go on there. Go on Prove there. And give well, me did he do minute. it? I'd love no, to he see. Couldn't do it. No. I actually thought it was. Thing. I thought the original bit was funny from Here Irene. Here we go. But no, I think but I'm the in the point minority. They, the point that I think that they were making on the show was you couldn't make that bit funny in a minute. Because the original yes. one supposedly is hilarious, wait, but it's like ten minutes long. I get that. I get that. So what they're saying, you can't do that in a minute and be funny. And this Mateo Lane, who can't even make a minute funny, right, <laughs> with whatever he wants, is all of a sudden going to make ice water funny. <sighs> what are you wearing? Remember when Mr. What am I wearing? Mom. I'm wearing a black shirt. <laughs> Mr. Says mom. What are, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm not too. I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> can you believe that? She goes, my family took me in. Because the, the mom said, what are you wearing? She said, what? Do you know the story? You know the story? This is a story I've told many times before. This is my family. I was in the living room. This is years ago. I was living in the living room. I'm just sitting there. Sitting there minding my own fucking business. Just sitting there. My mom walks by. And she goes, oh, my God, honey, you look depressed. And she goes, is it because you're fat? <laughs> and she goes, is it is it because you're, you're no. gay? And I go, no. And she goes, is it because you have no boyfriend? <laughs> I go, I wasn't depressed, but now I am. <laughs> this is what my, that's just my mom on a day. That's just called a day. And, you know, I used to tell that story. I used to tell that story. And she thought it was so funny because people thought it was funny. She goes, yeah, and then I used to do my stand-up act. And she goes, oh, and he goes on stand-up. And he goes, I, he was sitting there, and I walked by, and I said, uh, uh, oh, you look depressed. Is it because you're ugly? And then she was like, she made up new things. <laughs> she didn't even get the, the first three right. She had, she had in her pocket, she had in reserve three more things. Look, she doesn't want to repeat jokes. She's, she's no Mateo Lane. <laughs> No, no, I, you know, Mateo Lane should call me. I'll have, have to spend a week with my mom, you know, all kinds of material for his stand-up act. 
I, I, mean, I need to go mom. watch. I mean, there's that bit. Lori's mom told her she couldn't be president because of her stand-up. Lori still talks to her mom. Lori's mom threw a fucking ball at her fiance's face and hit her in the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Lori still well, to be fair, to Lori wanted to also throw a ball at her fiance's face just to equally feel it too. True. Anyway. Miguel Sanate is back to choreograph. Oh, we did that one already. It's a li- oh, we did that one too. Blame it on the edit, the music video. Nathan, your thoughts? I think it's interesting that Rue's featuring in these videos less and less as the years go on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know when he filmed that little snippet that he was on with the, like, not even the season one filter. That was a filter from 1943. Um, but, yeah, they all looked great. It was fine. I hate Anitra's spiked helmet look. I'm really, I really don't like that. And that's really all I've got. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth could have, remember, like, 30 years ago, the Beatles got back together, and they recorded a couple of new songs with John Lennon's old music, but obviously John Lennon had been dead, you know? And so they'd made these music videos, but it would just be, like, uh, a picture of just John Lennon went by, like, like this. That's what mm. Paul's going to be like pretty soon. It's going to be... Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, S Club 7? I went yeah. and saw S Club 7 the other day. There's only three of them left. So they just had like the other four, like on the video in the background, like jumping up and down, like stock <laughs> it's footage. Like in memoriam. That's what Rue was like in this video clip. <laughs> yeah. 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 A blink and you miss. Remember the year that, the, like a couple years ago, when they wrote off Jeff Garland off the Goldbergs, but he oh, yeah. left halfway through the season. So you just see like his shoulder. They sherry pied him. Yeah, you know what? You know what? That's right. RuPaul's pretty gonna much. She's gonna be Sherry Pie. She's Sherry Pieing herself. When the season started, M- Mistress was thin. RuPaul made her get like that. She just wrote messages to her. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Nathan, do you have any thoughts on this uh, music video? Not any more than what I've already said. <laughs> I have some thoughts. I haven't talked yet. Yeah, Jay, what are your thoughts? (laughs) They were trying to emulate, do you know the Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson scream music video? Yeah, sure. I know it from Glee. You know it from Glee? What do you mean you know it from Glee? They did a recreation on Glee. Did they really? I think so, yeah. Wow. In one of the Michael Jackson episodes. How did that turn out? Um, I think think Artie got out of the wheelchair for it, so it was a big deal. They always were looking for an excuse to get him up and dancing. I, I know. You could never yeah, do that these like days. Like on the Golden Girls where they always wanted to show you the young, hot Estelle Getty. <laughs> hot, quote unquote. <laughs> young and sexy Estelle Getty. Yeah. <laughs> You're throwing that term around loosey yeah, Young and sexy Apple Estelle juicy. Getty walking around like, oh my God, she's young. Um, <laughs> Did they ever do fantasies where Chris Colfer had like a, a normal adult voice? Never. Not once. You know what's so funny? I just saw this Chris Colfer. Who's that twink now who's interviewing people on the red carpet? Who's that? Uh, that little twink that's always talking to the porn yeah. stars, being like, how many yeah, people yeah, have you yeah, had yeah, sex yeah. with? And yeah. now he's talking to regular stars, and I just saw him talking to this Chris Colfer. You need to get off reels, Joe. <laughs> I know. This is... You need to cleanse. <laughs> Chris Colfer now looks like... You know, Chris, he, he's going through t- twink death, and so now he's like, looks 32 or whatever he is. But he's still talking like this, you know. So yeah. Like you're like, oh, that looks weird. Because when he was a little boy, you kind of got it, right? But now it's like he's like a 32 year old man. And he's like, yeah. Anyway, I think that I'm gonna be. And you're like, okay, well, I think that's his. He's point. still I mean, got PTSD from Leah Michelle. He, that's all he fucking talks about is this Leah yeah. Michelle. Oh, well, he knows how to get a headline. That's gonna get him more attention than anything else, don't you think? I suppose. Totally. Anyway, on the main stage, the Wait. judges he <laughs> praise. Oh, did you not give your opinion? <laughs> 
<laughs> no. You started oh. talking about some glee. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jay. Uh, the mu- in the music video, I think that Sasha's look was fantastic. It was like extraterrestrial. I, I felt mm. like it was so far and above what anybody else did that I really responded to that. So, And I like that it was all in black and white. I thought that that was something that was kind of a fun touch. That's it. But that it was like felt screen. like it was like, a, a, you know, they get the list of looks that they need to present. It yeah. felt like she brought it thinking it would be a big runway moment. And they're like, actually, it's for a few seconds on the film clip and she's like what the fuck like remember yeah. that one all stars they made the queen spring like clown couture and then it was like used within for a mini for a little skit <laughs> yes yeah i do you'd be so pissed thousands of dollars by the way i'm not talking about the look did you guys have any big lo- thoughts on the looks are we like in the because vi- uh, i mean nathan said that i really liked lux in i'll say my favorite from each of the different things for the music video lux was my favorite the the little things and then i liked sasha's alien look in the actual video um but i mean the runway mistress's dress was fantastic the way that the fringe moved and caught the light that was my standout out of the four the yellow with like it was a, a print a animal print yeah we saw the show yeah. nate jay Hmm? <laughs> yeah, what did it look like, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Well, Describe what, it for what, us. What, tell me about they. They do a runway. Tell me. Well, about it this. was a sixty-pound dress, very restrictive. <laughs> yeah, she said sixty pounds like three times as well. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, like that's one of her fingers. Nathan, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I thought the looks were great. All right, on the main stage, the judges pra- uh, heap praise and all the queens before Rue asks what they tell their childhood. What do you think of this? childhood self bit jay um i wish that there was a way to refresh it because a lot of it just goes into the um i see the merit to it i think that there are probably young kids watching the show who need to hear the you're different and you're going to grow up to be a success or if reality tv is your goal like a lot of these queens have made their dream come true of being on one of the biggest stages in drag so if you're feeling any different or any type of you know otherness i guess i don't know the term there are others like you out there who you'll find them eventually so i think it's important for that but i wish that it didn't feel so contrived it's it's almost looking for tears at this point yeah yeah i wish there was a more organic way to go about it and i feel like it's the tic-tac lunch should just eat this section so that we could have that all in one swoop oh i put it in there that's right yeah nathan did you have something to say i would prefer Instead of the talk to your younger self, like, didn't they used to say, make a case for yourself why you should be mm. the winner? And, like, Alaska oh, did yeah. that great speech. Like, so good. sort of Survivor Final Tribal-esque, I think it should yeah. be. Because, um, yeah, yeah I, I didn't really enjoy this. But I will say, Joe, you're anointed. Jay, you're anointed. <laughs> Deck, you're anointed. I'm anointed. We're all anointed. Whatever that means. I turn to my boyfriend and I go, who does she think she is? Like... <laughs> She's the end all. I mean, yeah. I know that Rue is like built herself up from nothing and has a major hit show for herself, but like, and I know, I mean, I guess there are queens that really want that validation, but it's just like she's made herself the god of drag queens now. But you know, I will say we all have a story. Jay, you have a story. I have a story. Nathan, you have a story. In fact, Nathan, let me ask you this: What would you tell? What would you tell little Nathan Patrick Brown? Oh, have you got a photo of me? <laughs> oh my god, you found the photo of me. Um, I'd say put the chocolate down. Put it down. It's not good for your skin. You're going to get love handles that you're not going to be able to shake. You know, last night I was 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so my boyfriend and I were watching TV on the couch and he was just like touching me and he goes, why is your flank so cold? And I said, flank? Me, did you just call- <laughs> why did you say flank? <laughs> like kind of meat. Does, wait, hold on. Does your boyfriend only talk to you like he's a butcher? <laughs> well, I assume because he's like a trainer, it's like, that's the name of the body part. So he called it a flank. And I was like, do not, do not refer to a part of my body as a flank. And he's like, it's a, it's a flank. What would you rather me call it? And I didn't go there. Cause like I would call it a love handle. So yeah, the photo is of me eating Easter chocolate. So I'd say, put it down, put it down, kid. Okay. But and, you- And double you fisting balls, it looks like. So I think that's a peek yeah. into your future as that's well. That's not my hand, Joe. Oh, uh, Jay, oh. that's not my hand. Okay. Um- well. Jay, what would you tell little Jay Elizabeth Ellis? <laughs> <laughs> that just looks like Megan. <laughs> yeah, this was before I was uh, turned into a sentient human. Um, sentient human. Yeah, I'll say that the corrective lenses will help your lazy mm-hmm. eye. Um, you'll get a better sense of fashion. I and do you'll- love that you, you're still wearing about the same amount of clothes. <laughs> Uh, as a child that you do know, yeah. <laughs> do you know what that is? It's you as a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, one day you'll be a real boy. That's what I would tell that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, very good. What would you tell yourself? Uh, do you have a photo of you, Joe? I didn't pull one for myself. Nope. I admire your commitment to making this episode interesting, by the way. You're, you're really yeah, trying. You you weigh you. Let me tell you this: uh, my father fucked Marlena Dietrich, but also, <laughs> you know, I do, ah. I do, <laughs> I do gauge the episode when it happens, you know. And I, uh, uh, I, I, ah! Ah! I'm acting. <laughs> let me tell you what: my father fucked Marlena Dietrich. But also, you know, if an episode's kind of boring, I do think, I go, you know, I'm going to have to find a way to add flavor to the show. I was talking to uh, Christian earlier, and he was like, well, girl, good luck with this episode. (laughs) And I was like, uh, yeah, don't we really be fine. I'll find find something to rant about. I I have a tight Ted on Mateo Lane. and uh... (laughs) I I know that came up. That came up organically because I... I don't understand why they thought he could make ice water. Well, it's fucking, and Bob's a comedian. I would put more faith in Bob making the ice water funny than this Mateo Lane. And there's other funny gay comics. Well, Monet Exchange is a comic also, right? I mean, I would. She is? I don't, I, I think Monet's funny. But she's not a stand-up comic. No, well, yeah, Bob, I, I, I mean, I would like to see what Mateo had done with the material. <laughs> In the end, Rune names Sasha the winner of the challenge and places Mistress Isabel Brooks and Anitra in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song, When Love Takes Over by Kelly Rowland and David Guetta. In the end, both are told Shantae, you stay. This means we enter the finale with a top four. Ladies, any final thoughts on uh, the episode? And this includes any notes we may have missed, what you think of the lip-sync. We'll start with Jay. Jay, what about you? Uh, my overall note, even for the season, is I do think we're going to have the winner be the Miss Congeniality as well, with is Sasha Colby. Uh, I. Oh, you think they're going to be a winner plus 
Miss Congeniality. They've I, never done that before. I'd love it. I'd love if that happened to be kind of a fun little twist because I think she's congenial. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I do like this top four, I would have loved to cut. And I think if I was judging that lip sync, I think Mistress was a hair above it for me. Um, but I'm happy to have Anitra in the final because like you mentioned earlier in the show, Joe, I think that to have her do another lip sync or perform again, I think Anitra is magic at that. And I'm just really happy with the diversity that we have in this final four. I don't think we've ever had this type of variety in our queens. So for once the show got it right. Nathan Patrick Brown. First of all, I was shocked when it was a double Shantae. I like fell off my seat. Yeah, I was really? like, wow. Unexpected. That's weird because everyone knew that was going to happen. Gag. I don't know if you were what so shocked. I thought it was interesting when Rue says in the deliberations, he says, I made a promise to myself at the start of the season that I would have an elimination every episode. And I thought that was really interesting because it sort of explains why the Marsha and Nitra lip sync was not a double Shantae. And I kind of would have preferred if Lou just, uh, if Rue just broke his promise to himself at that point. And then we had a top five Lou? this- Wait, who's Lou? <laughs> Tootsie Lou! Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Tootsie Lou! There okay. it is. Yeah. I would have preferred if we had the double Shantae then, this episode was a final five with perhaps a Lucy, and then we got a Lucy cut at this point before the finale, because that would have been so fucking oh, juicy. So, so delicious. Yeah. And it would have made this episode better, so- I think Rue, like, it's all well and good to make yourself a promise not to have eliminations, but you got to see what happens. All right. Very good. Um, I don't have any fun. I think I've gotten all my thoughts out there. We're not really much this episode. Like we said, this is the, this, it's not a surprisingly mediocre episode. This episode every season is just like this. They all love each other. Everything's great. We're all friends. The end. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. So I know that Anitra is like a fan favorite. But without yeah. the walking of the duck, what has she got? Well, she had those amazing lyrics where she just listed things. One of them was about walking the duck, which is why I bring it up. And then she's walking the duck in the final lip sync, which I do love. But I was like, what else? What else is there? People love this uh, to whoever it is with the look over there. Jada. Is that who uh, it is? I don't know who it is. Jada and Salt. Anitra, I, I was thinking the same thing when I was thinking it'd be interesting if we did go to a three because Anitra out of everybody is a stunning performer and I think really does come alive in drag. But to look back on the season, the other contestants, I think, had a stronger resume. But I, I'm happy to see her there because I do like when she's performing. I like seeing her on my screen. And I think I if she does come back for All-Stars, I think we're going to get... Right, Joe, she's a cancer. Did you know that? I told Paul, I'm like, I bet she's a cancer. And he looked it up and she's Ooh. July 9th, which means that she's quiet and sensitive like Joe. Anitra? Yeah. You know what surprised me about Anitra is that she's India Farah's god, I mean, drag daughter. Crazy. Oh, she said that, huh? Yeah. Well, I think they had a falling, people think they had a falling out because her name used to be Anitra Farah. Oh, and she ugh. dropped the Farah. Yeah. yeah. Rue would have made her change that name. He would have been like, ah, I don't like the sound of it. Anitra, Fa- no, I don't like it. Well, maybe Derek talked to her. You know, maybe Derek talked to Anitra and he was this right. This is why Derek don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, interesting. Vegas. I forgot that she's a Vegas girl. She's going to have such a, a good career after this show, I think, in well, Vegas. Well, that's what, yeah. Yeah, she's going to have a really, I think you, didn't you and I talk about that at Disneyland? One of our, pro- Jay and I will go to Disneyland and talk to people on the street there. Yeah. And talk to them about Drag Race. Yeah. They're usually not very The Dapper Dance. 
Yeah, we'll go to the Dapper Dan's and they'll be like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. And I'm like, what did you think hello. of uh, Anitra's duck walk? Yeah. <laughs> Any final thoughts on that? And Dizzy's so gay, they all can just duck walk. Yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. And no more thoughts like, for me. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. You know, they just sing, the, they just sing all those old timey songs. <laughs> Like, Dinah, is there anyone finer in the state of Carolina? Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. Before I sign up, special thanks to Deckhead from Scotland, who was wonderful as a line producer telling got anything wrong give us any information we got free feedback in our ear the entire episode <laughs> it was great so for nathan brown jay ellis and myself there's always time for a cocktail For listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also watch video versions of the show and more over at youtube.com slash dragracerecap. This podcast was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batons on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Batons. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Carter McKinnon. Corinna Williamson. Doofus Maximus. E. Smith, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Robin Eganberger, Runner Brandon, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.